Welcome to the Mom on Purpose podcast. I'm Laura Johnson, and I'm here to teach you how to get out of your funk, be in a better mood, play more with your kids, manage your home better, get your to-do list done, and live your life on purpose. With my proven method, this is possible for you, and I'll show you how. You're not alone anymore. We're in this together. Welcome back to the Mom on Purpose podcast. Today we are doing our second part of how to make goals not suck. <laughs> and I say that you know with a little bit of cheekiness <laughs> because really I could call this podcast how to achieve any goal. But I think so much of us um, had, well, I, I really believe that you've seen this in your own life. You've seen it advertised any, uh, in lots of different places to the point where we kind of get a little desensitized to what it means to achieve a goal. And we'll start to filter those things out and not really believe whatever they're saying because we have these underlying goal myths that we talked about in the last episode. And so that's really why I wanted to to call it, you know, this, this cheeky name of how to make goals not suck because it's different, because I want your brain to think differently about goals at this point, because as you start thinking differently about them, you're going to start to see that goals can be such a blessing in your life. Now, I want to get clear before we dive into uh, the goal cycle and really going in depth into that today is that goals will look different for every person, and there's no right way to set and achieve a goal. There will be times in your life where there will be a goal that you're working on for a year where you're kind of keeping it in the back of your mind. There will be times where you may be writing these things down, sticking it on a sticky note and looking at it every single day. It doesn't matter. Okay. I want you to recognize and to really let go of all of the beliefs you have that a goal has to be a specific way that it has to be written down, that you have to be working towards it every day. Just release all of that because every single one of us, we're different people. Uh, You are very different than the way that my brain exists. And when we take some smart goal, you know, that's um, like the measurable time bound, you know, all of those things, when we put ourselves in that box, What we're doing is taking what works for somebody's brain and putting ourselves in that box and saying, this is the only way to achieve a goal. And I will tell you that the second I feel like I'm put into a box, I will spend more time pushing against the box and I will be actually focusing on the thing I want to be. So I want you to really take that box, take yourself out of it. What I'm going to teach you today are the principles about goals that as you're doing them, as you're, as you're living in this way, you allow yourself to ebb and flow with how you function and, and the, and being able to honor the brain that you have. Uh, for some of us, it feels like, you know, there's a squirrel running around on, on cocaine <laughs> where it on, excuse my, excuse my analogy. That was the first thing that came to my mind, but that's honestly what it feels like in my brain sometimes to where I'm bouncing around on all different things. So to put myself in, in this like 
it has to be these specific things in order for it to qualify as like an, a quote unquote, a good goal. It just doesn't work for me. Okay. And it may not work for you. If it does work for you, great. That's fantastic. You know that, but I want you to get really clear on what you want in your life and, and understand how your brain works. That's why we've spent so much time on getting to know you and who you are so that as you move towards these goals to answer your purpose, you're working with your brain, not against it. So I really wanted to preface this episode with that is that as we talk about these, these are overarching principles that you can apply to your life, but make it personal to you and how you work in the world. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, well, it, it, actually, I'm just going to go into, you know, um, the, the, our game, this episode is for you is, um, is being able to recognize just a couple nuances with regards to goals. So the first one is, is if you really don't give yourself a timeline on your goals. Now I'm going to explain the difference because, you know, I just mentioned like something being time bound and measurable and that to me feels very different than the kind of timeline that we're going to be talking about today. So just kind of keep that in the back of your mind is if you don't have a timeline for your goals, why is that? Um, and we're going to dive more into how I work with my brain without putting it in this box while still keeping a, some kind of timeline in the back of it. Uh, the other is if you're really, um, if you're easily distracted, uh, with your goals, or if you give up, like the second you set a goal and you start working towards it almost within days, you either forget about it or you're distracted. Something else comes up and becomes a priority, or you just don't really want to do it. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a very valid thing. And one of the reasons why we give up is we almost become like this inner teenage rebel where if the adult in our brain says we have to do something, we're going to push back against it. Um, the other thing is if you're really great at dreaming big, but you you lack the follow through and how to implement it. You know, there's a lot of in your brain, like, I don't know how to reach my goals. And so when you do go to start whatever that goal is, you revamp everything in regards to that. Uh, you know, a really simple example of that is every time you want to eat healthy, you throw everything out to start with. So it's like a clean slate. Um, or if, you know, every time you want to exercise, you're going straight into buying all new equipment and you're studying a whole new form of exercise. Okay. So those are just really simple examples. Um, the other is if you, as soon as you start working towards goals, as soon as there's some kind of thing that you want and you put some kind of timeline on it, if suddenly you just lose the fun where it just becomes mundane and frustrating and overwhelming. Okay. So if you resonate with any of those, then you're in the right place. <laughs> because That's exactly what we're talking about. Um, so I, what I wanted to, to introduce today, and I, and I talked about it very high level last time is a tool that I created for my clients, which is called the goal cycle. Now the goal cycle is broken into three different pieces. So the first is the discover phase, the second is the achieve phase, and the third is the embrace phase. So visually, I want you to think about this because I'm such a visual learner. I want you to really think about uh, the old computer game that we played in elementary school, Oregon Trail. 
So there was always this river that we had to cross. And so I want you to imagine a river, even if you're not familiar with Oregon Trail, just think of, you know, some kind of river that you need to cross. So you're standing on one side of it, and then you're looking out over the water and you can see that there's some obstacles. You know, you always had to move on Oregon Trail around uh, debris that was coming through or rocks that were coming through. You know, that happens in rivers where there's parts that are more difficult than others as you're swimming across. And then you get to the other side of this river and you have a chance to get out of the water and dry off. And before you get into the water, there's some prep work that you need to do. You need to know how to swim. That's a very important thing. I would always recommend if you get into a river, you know how to swim. Uh, Sometimes you're having to think about the obstacles. Uh, On Oregon Trail, for example, you always had to have like a raft, if I'm remembering right, where you had to be able to go around it on this raft. Uh, Whatever those obstacles are, you kind of have to be thinking forward to some of those obstacles and understanding how you're going to work around those before you get into the water. And then once you get into the water, then that becomes the work of really going through that process. And at some point, you're going to get to the other side of it. And that's when you get out, you dry off before you get back in. Okay. That's so important. Um, like to be able to get out of the water and to dry off and to catch your breath. So I want you to keep this visual in the back of your mind as we talk about these three phases, uh, because that's exactly what it's like when you're going through the goal cycle. So the first phase is the discover phase. This is when you're standing on the bank of the river. This is where you're really getting clear and doing some prep work before you actually get into the river. Now, during the discover phase, there's a couple questions that I want you to ask yourself. And as I go through these questions, I want you to take a mental note, or even if you have a piece of paper and pen, I want you to jot down a couple ideas that come to your mind. Because the most important thing when you're working towards your goals, the the hardest part is never going to be the actual achieving of it. We all think it is. We all think that's the most important part. But in reality, it's learning how to think differently. If you knew how to create this goal or this result already, you would have done it by now. But you haven't. Because something in your brain, you've yet to obtain the knowledge, the experience, uh, the beliefs about yourself in order to create it. So in the discover phase, what you're really doing is taking a look and learning the, the thoughts and the beliefs that you have. Remember at the very beginning of, of the episodes where we talk about, uh, you know, the cliche phrase, like what you think about, you bring about those beliefs, those thoughts that you have in your mind, those do create a very specific feeling inside of you. And based on that feeling, you'll start acting and behaving in certain ways, which will create the results. So if you want to create this goal, you have to first understand what's in your mind. Now, This is not like there is a part like an intentionality that comes from building those beliefs of of thinking positively, of of building out those beliefs so that you can go forward in faith. That is an aspect of this. okay? but the other aspect of it is knowing what's already there. (laughs) Like if you don't know how to swim, (laughs) that's a very important thing to know, right? You don't want to just think, oh yeah, I I can swim this river and then jump in the water without actually 
knowing if you can or not. So it's the same thing. Like when you enter the discover phase, what you are doing is getting super clear on what you currently believe. Because if you know what you currently believe, then you know what to build on and where to go from there. So a couple questions as you enter the discover phase. The first is, why do I want this goal? Now, we talked a little bit about the purpose of goals last time, and sometimes there's things that we just want because we want them. That's a very valid reason. And I want you, and I think in a lot of scenarios that I've been in where people are saying, you know, you you can create any, any goal you want as long as the motivation or your why is strong enough. I think sometimes we don't give ourselves permission to say that because I want something just because I want it is a strong enough reason. Okay. Your pleasure, your desires, those are your compass in this life. And because you want something that's been placed in your heart by God, those whisperings within you, those are good things. The more you listen and the more you lean into those, the more you'll start gaining understanding for the path forward. Those are your compass placed in your heart by God. So I want you to really give yourself a chance to prioritize your desires, your dreams, the things that you want in life. Those are good things. So the second question is, what do I believe about my ability to create this thing, whatever it is? Again, this is where we're getting really clear on what do I currently believe? (laughs) So for me, I remember there was some, some beginning goals that I had within my business, within my coaching business. And I had, I, I'm a big dreamer. I, I, that is one skill that I have been blessed with. I can dream big. Now that is very different than, okay, what do I believe about my ability to do X, Y, and Z this week? (laughs) So for example, when I started my business, I had all these big dreams for the amount of revenue that I was going to make. And I still do believe and hold space for those dreams. And I am creating it. But in the beginning, I didn't have beliefs that I could post on social media and make a difference in someone's day after reading that. So there was this huge disconnect that if I were to post on social media, it would matter to someone. I didn't have that belief built out. And so then there was this huge disconnect on being able to create these dreams because I didn't have that foundational belief. And it took me a long time to really first get clear that I didn't have the belief and then to like second to like really go and start or start building out on that belief. Okay. So that's where I want you to get really clear on what are some of the things that you, that you currently believe about your ability to create it. So if it's a bigger goal, you know, a bigger high level goal, yes, you might have the ability, but I want you to think about what are the, some of the smaller steps I'm going to have to take to create it. And what do I think about my ability to do that right now today? Okay. So that's the second question. The third question is who do I need to be in order to create it? So again, we can have, and I'm very fantastic at this. Like I I truly do believe that the results I'm creating in my family, for example, I can see the future for my family. It's a beautiful future. It's, it's one of travel. It's one of joy. It's one of connection. 
And at the same time, I was struggling day to day not to kill my children. (laughs) So there was that, again, that big disconnect (laughs) where I was starting to recognize that, yes, it's very easy to dream about those things, but who do I need to be on a daily basis in order to create this, this lifelong dream I have for my family? And so that's the next question that I really want you to spend some time is getting clear on who do I need to be in order to create it? Maybe it's, it's a a mom that has more, um, has more passion or compassion. Maybe it's a mom that's more playful or a mom that, and I'm speaking, you know, in terms of motherhood, this might be any kind of goal. Uh, maybe it's someone that that is learning how to keep commitments to herself, whatever that is. So I want you to really think about that. Who do I need to be in order to create it? And then the next one, and, and I'm going to mention this because this is going to come up in every single phase, is I always want you to be checking in on where is my doubt right now? Doubt will always come up in every single one of these phases. So instead of working to get rid of it, I want you to notice where it is. It's almost like, I'm trying to think of like, you know how sometimes where where you go into the bathroom and you're like, okay, where are my kids? I know they're coming any second. <laughs> okay, it's kind of that same feeling. We are like, okay, I'm in this beautiful discover phase. I'm really spending time with myself and my brain. Okay, doubt, like, where are you? I know you're here somewhere. It's the same kind of thing. At every single phase, I want you to just ask yourself, like, where is my doubt? Okay, yep, there it is. Of course, it's going to be there. It's okay that it's there. Just keep checking in with it. And notice when it starts getting louder and more demanding of your time and attention. There will be times where you do need to stop and address it, but there are other times you just have to check in and make sure that it's not, you know, drowning in the river or whatever. <laughs> like you can treat your doubt, doubt almost like a, like a small child. Like, okay, let's, yeah, you can come with me. It's okay. All right. So that's the, in the discover phase. Now during this phase, this is where I want you to get really clear on, on when you are going to enter in the second phase, which is the achieve phase. Now in the beginning of the achieve phase, I want you to really start thinking about some kind of plan that you want to implement. Now this plan is going, most of us will enter this phase and say, but I don't know how to create this. You're right. You don't know how, otherwise you would have done it already. So give yourself a little bit of compassion. (laughs) Of course you don't know how. Instead, I want you to think about what do I think will move the needle closer to this goal or what do I think could work? That's where you start brainstorming. Okay. You're right. You don't know how, but there are things and skills that you already have that will move you closer to the goal. So I want you to really think about that and start brainstorming the things you want to do based on what you already know. This is not the time to dive into a a Google search rabbit hole. I want you to get clear on what you know first and then start with that before you go down any kind of Google rabbit hole. Okay. And then I want you to think about the obstacles. Okay. So this is the second part that you think about what obstacles, physical, mental, or emotional do I plan on coming up during this process? Now for me and what I have seen in my clients over and over is that you can always plan on doubt coming up. Again, you're always checking in with that doubt. A thought pattern that will always come up is it's not working. 
at some point, every single time I enter a goal cycle, my brain will feed this thought to me. At that point, I check in with my doubt. I know it's not, I know it's not far away because it's feeding me this line. It's feeling really insecure about itself right now. So it starts feeding me the line. It's not working when in reality, there are some things that are always working. Another obstacle that will always come up is I can't do it. The second this obstacle comes up, I know I'm getting close to a breakthrough every single time. It's the craziest thing. It's like, it's like Satan is right there. He just knows you're about to tip the scale into this amazing breakthrough. And he'll start feeding you that line of like, you can't do it. I can't do this. Like, it's just too hard. Keep going through that. Okay. Those are the patterns that you're going to start watching. So as you are in the achieve phase, yes, you are implementing some kind of plan as you go through. But the important part through all of this is that you are learning the patterns of your brain. You are learning your emotional patterns of your body. At some point, I will always despair. At some point, I will always get overwhelmed. I know that about myself now because I've gone through the cycle and watched myself. So as you're going through this, Yes, you are going to be doing things you don't know how to do, and that's okay. I want you to be watching your brain as you enter it. And we'll have to do a whole other podcast episode where we go more in depth just into this phase, and and I promise we'll come back to that. But just as you're learning the goal cycle, I want you to really recognize that the purpose of the achieve phase is to know yourself so intimately that when you are in it, you can notice and catch and pull yourself out of it when you feel like you are drowning. (laughs) Okay. So then the last thing that I want you to, um, want you to think about is having some kind of timeline. Now I mentioned this in the beginning is that the purpose of this timeline is so that you get out of the water. Now, if you just stay swimming in the water over and over and you're like, Oh, I'm almost to the end, but I know as soon as I get to the end, I'm going to tell myself some very not nice things about how much I sucked and how I almost drowned and how this was really hard and all of those things. So I'm just going to stay in the water. (laughs) Okay. That's not, that's not effective, but that's what, that's essentially what we're doing when we don't give ourselves a timeline with our goals. When we think that they're totally open-ended, what we're doing is keeping ourselves in the water and eventually we'll tire out and we will drown. That's when you give up on your goals and you never want to look at anything again. That's what happens is it all comes in the way that you treat yourself about your goals. So when you have some kind of timeline, what you're doing is you are giving yourself permission to stop working towards your goal. That doesn't mean you're giving up on your goal. What it means is you are getting out of the water so that you can strategically evaluate how you want to shift going forward. So you're not doing the ineffective things over and over. But the other thing with this is this is the time where you develop the most self-love, self-compassion, and self-trust when you get out of the water. As you enter the embrace phase, this is when you really celebrate yourself. This is when you take that skill of celebration that I've taught you in the past. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to episode one. This is foundational to everything that you will do in your life. Without this skill, you will give up every time and not fulfill your purpose. Please listen to me and how important this is for you. 
I can tell you all day long how amazing you are. Family members, friends, everybody. But until you internalize it for yourself, it won't matter. I want you to be able to feel and celebrate the amazing person that you are and the amazing things that you are doing. So at this point, when you enter the embrace phase, what you're doing is you are increasing your internal temperature for feeling self joy, for being proud of yourself for the things that you are doing right. Now you are, you still have a list of things that you want to change. That's okay. But I want you to first spend time and recognize and write down and tell people and, and say it out loud to yourself on these are the things that I know I did really great. And even if the result isn't what I thought it would be, that's okay because I'm going to try again, but I'm going to celebrate the fact that I did it and I followed through on it. Okay. So at that point, after you celebrate yourself, that's where you start thinking strategically about, okay, what did work through this process? What do I want to do different next time? And then being able to re-enter that goal cycle, going back to the beginning of discover on like, okay, these are all the things that I learned. And now these are the beliefs that I'm going to build out before I re-enter the water. So that is more information for you on the goal cycle. And I am so excited for you to use these principles and this tool so that you are able to start working towards your goals. This is what will develop, like I mentioned, more self-love than anything else. And that the goals, the things that you have in your life will become so much more of a blessing because of it. I am so excited for you to take this journey and I am here for you whenever you're ready. I do work one-on-one with clients. If you're ready to implement this tool with someone, go to the show notes. You will find a place where you can schedule a free consultation with me. These are 60 minutes where we will dive into your brain and where you are in your goal cycle so that you can more easily move through this every single day of your life and do so from a place of love and compassion and joy. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. Please share, review, and subscribe to this podcast so that together we can live life on purpose.